0: Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And uh, we have yet to have a name for this podcast. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, we already have a name. But we're actually recording this before we know what that name is. But if you've already clicked this, it's, you know... We're we're, meta like that. Yeah, we're reviewing, obviously, uh, Tales from the Dark Side. We're going through... Audra and I are going to go through every episode in the three seasons of the show. Um starting with uh, this very first one um this very first one is called trick or treat it came out october 29th 1983 just uh, a few days before halloween and i believe this was a saturday when this show debuted here's something you didn't know about the show at least oh. i didn't know about the show which is amazing i know because i know everything <laughs> you just do. <laughs> um, George Romero is uh, responsible for this show. It's his show. Him and two he other He produced guys. it? Him, and Not just his episode, this show. Him and two other guys. So he produced it. Yeah. yeah. He was also... Um, he also wrote the very first episode. He wrote up to, I think, nine episodes? I can believe he wrote age. this episode. Yeah. But he wrote this first episode. Um, he didn't direct direct it, but he did write it, and he was a showrunner.
1: Well, at that point, he didn't need to direct. He was already...
0: Well, this... Yes and no. He was right off of... Um, he had just finished Creepshow with Stephen King, and he wanted to do something that kind of an anthology, because he's big. He's, he said he's always liked anthologies.
1: And isn't this also about the time that Twilight Zone tried to reboot?
0: This was, may have been maybe a year, I think I think... The Twilight Zone reboot started in 85. Okay. I know The Outer Limits.
1: Okay, the out, yeah, because Outer was Limits out and Twilight Zone all rebooted in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And, and in the 90s. And in the 90s. But, I mean, if you think about it, there was probably it probably was common knowledge that this was going on. So it was just a matter of who could get what show on first. Right. Outer Limits was first, Tales from the Dark Side. And then Twilight Zone. Yeah. Reboot. And this was all the beginning of the 80s yuppie crazy era right and horror was taking a new turn
0: yeah uh we had just we were it was 83 so like um nightmare night no nightmare and all she wouldn't happen for Mm-mm. another year but
1: alien had happened
0: Alien happened because that was 78. The thing had happened. The thing had happened. That was 80. We had uh, also in 80. We had um, Friday the 13th. Right. My Bloody Valentine was caught this year. Halloween
1: was 80 what? 80? No, Halloween
0: was 78. 78 also. Yeah, we wouldn't have Halloween 2 until I think 81. I got to look that up. I have to look that up. That one up. But um, we'll get into the show, and then we'll go back into the climate of the of the era. But um, this episode was called "Trick or Treat," and I had all my notes here. Of course, a wealthy—I'll give a quick synopsis, and then we'll get into it. A wealthy and spiteful old man. Who terrifies trick-or-treaters for kicks gets his comeuppets at the hands of an of a real demon um all right i'm just gonna go off right now saying this show is 100 percent this episode was of the time I mean, oh was very... seriously <laughs> very
1: satanic panic yeah. Very early Satanic Panic, um, was Gremlins was about the same time frame too, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, Gremlins was a eighty three.
1: Yeah, so like um, the, the actors were all well known TV character actors.
0: Mm-hmm. In fact, the guy who played the old man, um, I remember him. Well, when I saw him, what stuck out. What I remember him mostly for. He was Grandpa. On the Lost Boys. Uh, yes,
1: he was. Yep. And he he was in Cocoon, too, wasn't he?
0: Mm, I don't know. I think
1: he was in Cocoon.
0: Um, what was the actor's name? He, um... God damn it. But the whole
1: thing is it's Halloween. Yes. He's the old, grumpy old man of the town... He, own, he owns a
0: store and. It's and kind of a period piece because it looks like it's like supposed to be like in the 40s, maybe? 30s or 40s?
1: 40s, maybe
0: to 50s. Yeah, it was some small town because the guy, uh, and it's one of those things with the old man, he's a rich old man. He owns most of the town and a lot of the town owes him. He is like the one store that everyone needs stuff from because the guy. Was a because it opens with him at his he's being uh, audited, and that's what that's what his two those two taxmen are there. Mm-hmm. That and, he's
1: playing poker with. <laughs> was he playing poker with? Yes, him? he was playing poker. Oh uh, well. yeah, and they
0: were they were writing down all his, you know, he was showing gave him all his tax stuff, his IOUs, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and he was talking about how, you know, he was charging them four cents for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like, Oh, it's a fair price for a cup of coffee and and but he the guy's, you know, halfway through their conversation he hits him up again saying, Hey, you, you still owe me that four cents so mm-hmm. he's like, That's how I keep my money and so mm-hmm. he's such a stickler. But it was very uh Yeah, so I, I yeah, you know, it was like a period piece and uh he you know, he has this weird thing where he likes to scare people and everyone's so indebted to him on uh, halloween he let he, if if the people that are indebted to him let their kids come over there and have like a scavenger hunt at his house and find the find IOUs. ious he will clear that family's debt so every year families but he gets And there's
1: his- enough of an economic downturn that these people are willing to let their children go into this creepy old man's house on Halloween night, and mm-hmm. let him scare the piss out of them.
0: And that's why I think it's definitely a period piece because there's so many things wrong with that. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> but people are just lining like, up to. They're I was training
1: them. my son not to be scared of you for a whole year. Yeah, you know that
0: kind of shit. So it was like uh, it was, it was very. It was very obvious to me that it was like, okay. And the old
1: man is like, the kids come knock on the door and he lets them in one at a time. And he has like a whole haunted house kind of thing. He's in his study with his, like, he has this like air accordion, you know, folding. Yeah, he has all and his tricks. He tricks that, and, he, and he's all doing like practical effects to like scare the piss out of these children. And with the technology he was using, yeah, I'd say like 40s. I see where you think 30s, because he's, like, doing a... But he's an old man at this point, so that's why I kind of got the, like, ambiguousness of the period piece, right?
0: Well, the fact that the whole town is indebted to him... Right. That economically, it couldn't really happen that way, unless it was those times. But
1: if you recall, the late 70s were also a time where a lot of people lost their jobs. We had that oil crisis, quote-unquote. True.
0: You know, and... True, but you're not going to find... At one point, the police would have been called with some of the shit was In doing. the 70s,
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: so well, I don't know, the 70s, but... I I think so. I, okay. I Well, well, and look at... Okay, he was making... The, or early in the show, the dad was making a payment. Mm-hmm. He was making a payment, and... It was just a handful of change. Right. That... Even well, in the and, 70s, you do, look, and you do... And you do look
1: at the fact that, like... By the 70s, were, you didn't go to the mercantile store with a list, and then they filled your... Your... Your thing. You right. went shopping.
0: And you didn't have... And...
1: But if you were living out in the middle of nowhere, you could be 20 years behind.
0: Yeah. I'm just... I... I, I the way they're dressed, and... I just... You know.
1: But it was it was given the economic downturn of the late '70s, which this show would have been most recently been able to, uh, uh, you know, connect with people on, mm-hmm. and them also like giving it because there was some little ambiguities. Because you're right, the way they were dressed, but the way they were addressed could be rural, country folk, Ozarks at the time, even. Yeah. So I think that it's a period piece, but it reflects that recent fear of economic downturn where people because remember in the late 70s a lot of those corporations they were losing their jobs and women were going to work and the men were pissed about that Mm -hmm. you know so this would have been a revisiting to that however you're right in the 70s one would think that children would
0: not well and and you know well that given 4 cents for a cup of coffee that just that just reached 30s 40s to me because like man
1: the 70s it would have been 35 cents
0: or 50 or
1: 50 yeah but but in any case yeah and like he terrorizes these children yeah and he laughs he's just a fucking sadist
0: yeah yeah he just gets a real kick out of just (coughs) tormenting children but they're so people are so hard up you know they get their debt cleared they just put their kids through this so um so what happens is uh, one kid in particular is like, I can do it. And his dad's like, there's no way. You know, his yeah, parents are like the talking one decent parent in the town. Yeah, because everybody was like, <laughs> we're, was-
1: we're training our kids up for this. And he's like, he's Dude, like Dude, please You don't. can
0: take my you can take my my farm. I'm not. My kid is not not doing this. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not putting him up. I'm not sacrificing his sanity for this. Right. And. um but the kid, the boy, really wants to help his dad out, to help the family out, and they're kind of destitute. So he sneaks out, and at, at the time he had already scared off what three kids or two kids, mm-hmm. and and he was just and one like, of was he, the tough kid. Yeah, and the, the the kid, the one kid that was scared, and his dad was like making him go in there, like you don't come out unless you've got those IOUs, and the kid comes out, and he's, first he scared a little girl, the little girl ran away. And then this kid that was trained by his dad, mm-hmm. he comes out and he's he's scared and he doesn't have him. And his, it's like his dad had a moment of clarity when he realized right, he what he him. had done. Yeah, yeah. And he picked his son up and hugged him. And then the, the old man, Mr. Cobblepot,
1: is that was his name? I can't remember. I think it was Cobblepot. Something like that. And he, Something ridiculously yeah. 80s. Geez. And he
0: comes out and he's like... Look at him. It's kinda like, look at him with his stupid love. (laughs) He was
1: an over the top melodramatic villain. Oh
0: yeah, he was and and you know, and the stuff that was scary wasn't really scary, but if you were like
1: These kids were
0: were about seven. Yeah, but 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 none of it was really I don't know, just Remember, we
1: didn't... We They didn't... In this period piece, they wouldn't have had access...
0: Exactly. ...to that level... So it would have been... That's, what I, that's another of, one of my points. You know, is that desensitization. If if this was like the 30s or 40s, it would probably... That def, definitely scared you because what do you have to compare it to other than, like, books? Right. And your own imagination. But um, it was very... The show... Oh, I'll get into what happened, I guess. So, um, so then the dad... Uh, He takes his son, they go, they leave, they're defeated. And then this boy from the dad who didn't want to send him, he sneaks out, goes there, and on his... Before he gets there, uh, the the old man, Mr. Cobblepot, I think it's something. I I should have wrote it down. But um, he... uh, Like a real demon starts to... Car- Instant witch.
1: karma gonna get you, motherfucker! Yeah,
0: it's like no rhyme or reason. Just a witch shows up, right? Uh, starts, well, it's Halloween. Yeah, that's true. And it, then it know, starts, and then it starts haunting him, and he's scared, and it blows things around, and and he goes to hell, or no, the hell, like the there's like a devil there, and they oh yeah, the, a like very pitiful, a little devil. closer, a little closer, closer, like you're getting close to g- coming to me, and it was. I remember seeing this episode as a kid mm-hmm. and not being scared. Oh,
1: no, no. Well, I was 13.
0: I was into it, but I, was, I wasn't scared.
1: I was 13, so I yeah. wasn't scared. <laughs> but I remember it being like, because I remember like reading about the Satanic... Because I grew up in Mormonville, Boise, mm-hmm. so the Satanic Panic was like a big deal there. Yeah. Like, oh, did you hear about Oz? You know, uh, Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne. Oh, right. So... Um, I just remember looking at it, going, ah, "Really, that's more of that crap." And yet, at the same time, the kid fully sees these things. Yes. They hand him the IOUs, jewelry, and the fucking money from the safe. And the
0: money from the safe, and he and, runs home. And
1: he's like happy.
0: Yeah, he's cleared. he's not scared at all. Now they cleared. Not only did he clear his family's debt, he has money to boot. And uh, Mr. Cobblepot gets carried off to hell, I guess, by the devil. By the devil.
1: The, the devil. devil gonna. Get El you. Diablo. Yes. <laughs> De- instant karma gonna get you, motherfucker.
0: So it's like no rhyme or reason. It's just because.
1: And it's and there's not a whole lot of dialogue at yeah. that point. No, not a lot like, at all. The, the most of the dialogues in the first like ten minutes. Well, yeah. it's only a twenty-two minute episode, but yeah, you know, yeah, they're all but, half but, hour. But still, 10 minutes of no dialogue is mm-hmm. unheard of even now.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Only time I saw something that ridiculous. Well, it wasn't that ridiculous, but uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh,
1: God. Less, no. Minutes. No. Oh, dude. First I remember watching that in first grade. In oh, it was <laughs> so... I remember watching that in... Uh, like, seriously, I have memories of watching that. I was Ooh. in, like, first grade
0: and at the ridiculous, oh th- no, no! I no. was
1: unhappy.
0: No, no, you were in the first grade. You were probably in the. F- I was in the second grade, so you had to be okay. in like the fifth. Okay, I be- swear I remember it. Okay, it doesn't doesn't take the ridiculousness away. <laughs> it
1: doesn't. Like I even remember.
0: But I remember, being remember like, I was in the second. Why or is grade. there
1: someone singing? You know, I well, don't, like, it's B. Arthur. I was like, I why was is like, mom singing? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, there, like that was my whole thing. Is like. Well, because I loved Sonny and Cher at that point. Mm-hmm. And, like, Donnie and Marie, they were the, like, the variety shows were the yeah, thing.
0: That was a, yeah, that but was But then it,
1: I'm like, why the is thing? Star Wars... But then again, on the other point is I was just so excited to see, like, Han Solo and Chewbacca. And, like, I was just so excited to see the characters. Yeah. You know, that made yeah, a cameo. The, me
0: too. I, even I, though the rest of it was just, like, 98% bullshit. It was such a big deal back then. I remember my mom went to what was it no no my uncle recorded it Mm -hmm. and we didn't have a vcr yet we didn't get a vcr until like 85 oh wow late bloomer yeah so um we went to his house and he had he had recorded it and so we watched it again and i remember i was so enamored with like the characters and I didn't really pay attention to how shitty it really was. Oh, it was. Until, like, second or third viewing. And I was like, this is kind of garbage. I never
1: got a second or third viewing. Well, like, I
0: only got it because he had the, he right. recorded it.
1: Yeah, because you know that motherfucker didn't exist until YouTube.
0: Yeah. Right? He, he was <laughs> like, he wanted to forget it ever yeah. happened. Which, it was for good reason. It terrible. was terrible.
1: And this, like, trick or treat actually kind of reflects the part of the time of the terrible cheese factor yeah. and the overacting factor that we remember from the awful star wars christmas special <laughs> and, yeah. you know uh, at least it wasn't musical at least b arthur didn't sing in this yeah
0: no shit but uh you know i, I don't want to say i didn't like it but i don't have any I don't have any desire to revisit it. Not that this episode.
1: Yeah, no, this episode was very simplistic. It does not age well. No. Um, it's just overacted. And, it, you know, you know the, here's the deal. With any series, it doesn't matter the genre, mm-hmm. I always go in recognizing that the pilot episode is never the best episode. Usually it's A, because there's too much groundwork to lay or B, because it's like, hey, we're just starting this, but we're gonna get better as we go along. So, I, you know, I would say don't base your judgment of the entire series on this, but know that it is cheese factor 12 in the eighty zone.
0: Oh, 100%, 100%. And here's the thing, this was shot, and this came out, it was a pilot, and they weren't sure they were gonna get a show,
1: Yeah, as many of them at the time, yeah. So
0: this, so the second, we wouldn't get this, the second episode doesn't come out until September of 84. Right. So this was just a pilot, and it was like a one-off, and then it was, they said, yes, make more. So the next one, so when the show debuted, it actually debuted in 84. Or, see, episode two, but they just kind of pushed them together. Well,
1: even remember, like, Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica, their pilots that are now recognized as two-episode pilot Mm -hmm. were released in theatrical release. Yeah, I remember seeing both of them in the theater. And then the TV show came on, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that was really common for them to shoot a pilot and have that as their demo.
0: Yeah. Oh, so before we go... I have a couple things that of the time, you know, 1983. Okay. Uh, this show was released, uh, the, it was uh, October 29th, 1983. Uh, the number one song that same week, Putting on the Ritz from Taco. Oh,
1: that was a good song. <laughs> that was a good song. I still like that song. <laughs> Yeah,
0: Another, another hit. The safety dance from Men oh, Hats.
1: another fucking classic. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. All
0: right. Uh, uh, that same week, or uh, this one, you'll, you'll. I'm sure you listen. I'm sure you listen to this song and dance around your bedroom. Total eclipse of the heart.
1: Oh. <laughs> I rode my horse with my headphones. <laughs> To total eclipse of the heart.
0: Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Um,
1: I was yeah. I was I was yeah. Horseback riding, training for the fair to total eclipse of the heart.
0: Oh jeez. Uh, another song. I uh, One more song. Uh, from that that year or the, that month. Oh shit! Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. A great classic. Prince Delirious. Oh, Delirious. The Police King of Pain.
1: Yes. I love The Police. As you know, I'm a total police sting nerd.
0: Yeah. And Air Supply, Making Love Out of Nothing at All.
1: Making love out of nothing at all. That's basically my sex life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Islands in the Stream from Kenny oh, Rogers.
1: And... and and Dolly Parton.
0: Oh, that's true, yeah? Yeah. yeah this is true. But, um, the, um, yeah, that was about it for, those thought it was Music. kind of some cool things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so this is episode one uh, we'll Tales from the Dark Tales Side. Tales from the Dark Side. We'll uh, be back. In a week for episode two, which is um, The New Man is the episode.
1: Oh, moral of this episode is you can't take it with you.
0: Ah, very true. Yeah, he was all about money. You know what? Actually, there's this, because George Romero wrote this episode. There was a really cool, I watched it again today just because I should have wrote it down. But there's a really cool scene when he's telling... The little boy that ends up going back to the house to get, that ends up winning all mm-hmm. the stuff. He was telling him how... You, he had this speech when he was telling him that you can't trust anybody mm-hmm. and you... He just came across so evil. It was delivered so well. It was just like uh, he's, he's twisting like, his mustache. Yeah, he was like... And don't ever underestimate the power of money because everyone yielded to him because of his money.
1: Well, this is on the beginning of the 80s yuppie greed like yeah greed is good greed is good hit like its apex at about 86 yeah yeah right so but, this
0: is uh, just but that was it was like uh the whole thing is it was a cheese fest as far as i'm concerned oh but yeah that speech was like really good it yeah. was well written it was like i really i wish i wrote it down and uh, maybe for the next episode i'll i'll make a note of it but I really, I should have made a note of it, but it was a really cool speech. All right, folks, uh, we'll see you next week with uh, The New Man. The New Man. Thank you.